Blog Talk Radio. edition of the Total Sports Live podcast here on Block Talk Radio. Like I say before, always in every show that we do, make sure you check out the podcast on demand at blogtalkradio.com backslash Total Sports Live, or you can check it out on your smartphone, app or Android device. Download the TuneIn Radio app. Download it. Give us a follow. You can check this prospect interview that we're doing and many others that we have done in the past this draft season. It's been a long time since we have spoken. It's been about almost two weeks, it seems like, and I'm very glad to be back with everybody bringing bringing you all another prospect interview. We're going to have a great one coming on. Right now, I was was intrigued by this player when I first saw him, when I first uh, listened to his interview on the CS podcast, and I had a chance to watch this film, and I'm very happy to have him on joining me right now on the podcast is none other than 2016 NFL Draft Prospect Strong Safety Josh Sellerin out of Jacksonville University. Josh, thanks again for coming on. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. No problem. Definitely glad to uh, have you on. Like I said, leading up, I got a chance to listen to your interview with, on, with Chris Shanifel and the CS podcast, and I had a chance to watch the film, and it definitely blew me away from, both from what I saw. But for a lot of listeners, since we're based out of here in Philadelphia, a lot of listeners might have might not know about your game and your career. So give the listeners a quick introduction about yourself and your collegiate career because you played at two different schools before you played at another school, excuse me, before you got to Jacksonville University. Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Josh Sellin. I play defensive back. I'm from Tampa, Florida. Uh, my college football career started at Central Connecticut State or I played there for three years. Um, there was a lot of ups and downs, but, you know, it, it turned out good for me, and I was able to uh, have pretty good seasons up there. I graduated from Central Connecticut State, decided to make a little change, um, decided to come closer to home. I transferred to Jacksonville University, where we went 9-2 and two this year. Um, it was an opportunity for me to work on my master's and an opportunity for my family to come see me play and. uh I was able to put up some pretty good numbers and had a pretty great season. No, no, you're definitely right about that, and we're going to jump into your career at uh, Central Connecticut State because you definitely played amazing up there. And like you said, Jacksonville State Masters. I think I read on the uh, school website elementary education, so that's definitely uh, that's definitely cool to see that. And you mentioned the Dolphins this year. Uh, you and the Dolphins went nine and two this year. Uh, you guys are also six and two in the, in the Pioneer League, which is a very tough league in the FCS. And you guys were undefeated at home. Talk about the uh, talk about the season for you and the Dolphins and the goals that you had as a team uh, going forward, and the goals that you had coming in, coming from Central Connecticut State, and coming home to play at Jacksonville University. Um, 
Yeah, we had a real good season at Jacksonville University. Uh, going into the season, man, our goal was honestly to win the championship and go undefeated. You know, if we didn't win anything less than undefeated, it, was, it wasn't going to be a good season for us. Um, we fell a little short. You know, we got on a winning streak and things like that. You know, we ended up losing two tough road games in a row against Drake and Dayton. Um, pretty great teams. Um, going into the season, man, we, we just worked hard. For me, coming home, it was just an opportunity for me to, you know, just to start over again. You know, opportunity for me to uh, play the best of my ability and just just prove, you know, that I could play with the best of the best. And um, when I decided to transfer, uh, Jacksonville just seemed like a great fit for me, and I was able to fit in very well. And um, it was a great group of guys, and I, you know, it was just a great atmosphere to play around. No, you're right about that. You guys had a fantastic season, like you said, nine and two. You know, just fell short. You know, of making a of making the playoffs. Dayton represented the Pioneer League in the playoffs, so the Pioneer League was definitely represented. And you and you like you said, you had a fantastic season. Uh, six three total tackles, eight and a half tackles for loss, two forced fumbles, one interception, step, seven pass breakups, a sack. I mean, you were just all over the field and uh, and then all over on the defense making plays, which definitely uh, stood out to me. But let's go back to where you were at Central Connecticut State. Because I had a chance to read your bio, and you registered in 2011, but then in 2012, you actually didn't start on the defensive side of the ball. You actually uh, played some running back and was a special teams contributor. Talk about your career at Central Connecticut State and um, the transition, you know, playing uh, playing on offense and being a special teams contributor in, 20, in uh, 2012 and then making the transition to playing defense. How was that transition? Um, For me, man, the transition – I know I always had it in me, and I played a little defensive back uh, mm-hmm. in, in high school. I played, and I also played a little bit of running back. But coming in as a true freshman at Central Connecticut, I had an opportunity to start at safety and things like that. You know, I didn't. I was young at the time, so honestly, I didn't pick up the playbook as well. You know, just being far from home, and uh, right. and I just let a lot of outside issues get in the way. So. You know, I ended up registering, and my head coach asked me if I wanted to play a little scout team running back, and I actually thrived pretty well at that, and um, they switched me to running back. So when the 2012 season came, uh, I had a little, I got a little bit of playing time at running back, We and um, I mostly contributed special teams. And then after that year, my coach said, man, we want to switch you back to the uh, defensive side of the ball. And at first it was, it was pretty rough for me, man, because, you know, I felt like, Running back, I was stable and things like that. But, you know, I just looked at it as an opportunity for me to show my athleticism and just play the best of my ability. So, so I took advantage of that opportunity that spring. You know, it was all go from there. I played pretty good. I was able to pick up the defense well, and then I just played good. No, you definitely did. I mean, like you said, it was an opportunity, and I and I have to say it, was a, it probably was a challenge for you, too, and you accepted it. Like, I'm going to – you know, make that transition and show that I can, you know, play at a lot at a high level. And you definitely do that in 2013, 72 total tackles, uh, three and a half tackles for loss, four pass breakups. And then in 2014, 59 total tackles, two and a half tackles for loss and six and six pass breakups. You're always breaking up passes. And I noticed that, I noticed that in your film a lot, especially 
uh, watching your, J, your your Jacksonville film, you don't let a wide receiver get past you. Like you're you're all you're up in the wide receiver. Like you're not making sure that he gets past you for five yards. Like you're already putting a jam on him. Because uh, I see you play a lot of slot. You know, just talk about that. Because I see you you don't let wide receivers get past you. You you make sure you get that pass breakup. If it's not an interception, you're getting that pass breakup. Yeah, man. I tell you that as a you know as a person of talent. Anyone steps in front of me, man, I'm gonna make sure you don't catch the ball. I'm gonna make sure I win that rep every every single time. You know, I, I tell you that very personally, and especially as a DB, man, you, you definitely don't want to get beat. But um, I just like to use my size to my advantage most of the time. You know, so if I can, if I if I'm able to get hands on the receiver and disrupt his timing between him and the quarterback, you know, I try my best to do that. And then once that ball is in the air. If I don't get it, you're not going to get it. You know, that's just my mentality when it comes to that. Yeah, no, you're right about that. And uh, the school website, the school website has you has you listed at six foot one two oh four. Is that is that about right, uh, height wise and weight wise? Yeah, that's pretty accurate. I'm actually about two oh five right now. Six. Okay, so we just we'll just add the extra pound on there for you, two oh five. Right there. So uh, sure. talking about. Talking about you being a DB, like like I said, we we're gonna go with DB because that's who you are because you can you you can play on multiple positions on in the secondary. Who do you try to model your game after? Being a DB, like who's the guy in the NFL right now who you just model your game after, or you watch on Sundays? Like, yeah, this dude, he um, you know this player is really the truth. I watch a lot of different guys. You know, I try to observe and you know just pick up new things and try to learn, but. One guy that I, I watch frequently, you know, I try to model my game after is uh, Tyrant Matthew, just for his, mm-hmm. uh, just for the fact that his athletic ability, man, just being able to play corner, safety, being able to blitz off the edge, and just be a playmaker on defense. He's, uh, to me, he's a definition of a playmaker on defense, you know, causing turnovers and things like that. So I just like what he brings to the game. He brings a lot of athleticism to the game. So, you know, I try to piggyback off him a little bit. So I'll, I'll pay attention to him a lot. Yeah, the Honey Badger's a pretty good selection, I got to say about that. He's uh, he's definitely, ever since, you know, playing it, coming into the NFL and especially coming off the first injury, uh, he's definitely looked pretty amazing, like you said, playing second, playing a corner and safety, and then his teammate, uh, Dion Buchanan, playing safety and linebacker in that defense. A lot of versatility that, you know, that you, that you guys, you, that the DVs are going through because usually – a couple of years ago, nobody would think, you know, DBs, you know, you're playing, they don't think, oh, you guys can only play, sec- uh, you know, those uh, corner and safety. Now you guys are, you know, making an impact spell at, at being a linebacker. So it's pretty interesting to see how the defensive back position has been evolving. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're here on the two, we're here on the Total Sports Live podcast here with 2016 NFL draft prospect, strong safety, Josh Sellerin out of Jacksonville uh, University. For, for for people that don't know, Josh played in the Pioneer, he played in the Pioneer Football League and was named to the PFL's academic honor roll and was honorable mention all Pioneer Football League honors this past season. Josh, talk about that as well, being named to the honorable mention all all Pioneer Football League honors and being named to the academic honor roll. Pretty uh, special accolades as you as you know as you go towards the uh, and as you go towards the NFL. Yeah, man, those are, you know it was a great feeling being named uh, honorable mention, man. 
I feel like if you know a lot, if I was more familiar in the Pioneer League, I probably would have been able to get you know first team, second team. But you know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. honored just to you know receive those awards, and um, not only me, but a lot of my teammates, you know, received a lot of awards. So it just showed that how great our team was as an overall team, and um, how many good athletes we had on our team. And then uh, being part of a, the academic honor roll, man, that that one hit me pretty uh, pretty good right there, just for the fact you know. I take pride in my schoolwork and things like that. You know, growing up, you know, uh, not too many people in my family graduated from college and things like that. So, you know, except, except for my father, you know, so he takes pride in things like that. So I know I made him proud um, with the academic honor roll. No, you're definitely right about that. Like you said, with the honorable mention, you being on there, especially playing one season in the Pioneer Football League, that's pretty good. And like I said, your teammates, I know, when I was looking up, you know, look, looking up, you your, uh, your your team, you know, a lot of your teammates was all first team, second team, pretty loaded, uh, pretty loaded squad you got there. And like you said, on the academic side, you know, to have that, that's pretty, that's pretty amazing too, especially because you know you're going, you know, for your masters, which is no joke these days. You know, for able to use to get that and 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 play football, that's pretty, that's a pretty dope accomplishment right there. Um. When you when you when 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 you look at your game and you uh you know turn on the film either during you know training as you get ready for the NFL level or during the regular season as you guys are you know we're trying to make that playoff push and win the Pioneer Football League, what would you say is your biggest strength of your game and what would you say is that one weakness right now that you that you feel like if you keep on working at it that one weakness is going to become one of your biggest strengths going forward. Um, my biggest strength, uh, first and foremost, I would just like to say, uh, me being a student of the game, I feel like I'm, 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 I can pick up defenses very well, you know, you know, I'm always trying to learn new things. So just being able to pick up the scheme at quick, you know, being able to transition. Other than that, uh, just my athleticism, you know, I feel like I could play every position in the defensive backfield and do a lot of different things. So, I would consider that one of my biggest strengths. Weakness, I would say, um, just man, just improving on getting in and out of my breaks a lot quicker and faster. You know, quick movements and things like that. You know, I I did have a lot of pass breakups throughout my career, but I only had two interceptions. So maybe you know, just working on getting in and out of my breaks quicker. You know, in the future, I could be able to get cause more turnovers. So I would think if I work on that, you know, that that weakness would turn into a strength for me. Right, no, you definitely, yeah, I definitely agree with you on uh, on both aspects. Especially when you said as your athleticism as your strength, that's one thing that definitely stood stood out to me, especially for your size. You know, six one two oh five with your athleticism in the secondary, it's kind of like it's kind of a great thing to have in your secondary. And you know, especially one thing that uh, some DBs are scared to do, you're not scared to uh, put your helmet in there and uh and stop the run. You know. You, you, we have, you know, the, how can I say, yeah, the Asante Samuels who, you know, who weren't guys that like to tackle per se or whiff a little bit. You're not that type of DB. You like to uh, get up in the uh, action and come off on a blitz or even on a run and play, put your helmet in there and lay the big hit. Definitely, definitely. I think, you know, I think tackling, that just comes with, comes with pride and heart, you know. After, you know, I wasn't mm-hmm. always a, a big tackler, a big hitter, but as a while, you know, as a defensive player, that grows on you. You know, I think that just comes with, you know, ha- taking pride in doing it, you know. Any, everybody could do it, but you just got to take pride in it. You know, I'd rather deliver the hit than be hit. 
So <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't want to be on. You don't want to be on nobody's uh, Twitter the, the day after the game, and they're like, "Yo, did you see Ovine? You just got laid out." Like, oh yeah, I don't want to <laughs> put myself in that position. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> so, um, a lot of this uh, this question that I want to bring up to you, a lot of our listeners who listen to our uh, who listen to our interviews when we interview draft prospects, they love me to ask this question to you guys. And that is your motivation. What is your motivation when it comes to the game of football? Like, what keeps you going during the regular season? What kept you going at Jacksonville, at Central Connecticut State, and now as you're, you know, trying to, you know, live out your dream of playing the NFL, you know, what is that motivation that just keeps you going 24-7, 365? Uh, First and foremost, I would definitely have to say just the man upstairs, you know, God just blessed me with my talents and, just allowed me to wake up every day and go on out and play the sport I love. So that's definitely a motivation for me. Second is just my family, man. Just you know, mm-hmm. it was it was hard for me at first being away from home up in Connecticut, you know, just but, you know, they're always one phone call away, you know, my mom, my dad, my little sister, you know, my close group of friends, you know, just always kept me going. So my biggest motivation is my family, just putting a smile on their face and being able just to make them proud. So that's that's my biggest motivation. That that keeps me going every single day and and helps me strive to get better and um just help me play help me get through the every tough times I have, you know, just have faith. So that's my motivation, my sense, man. You can't go you can't go wrong with that. Fam God and uh God and football, you can't go wrong with that. Can't go wrong with those two combinations. Can definitely uh can definitely take you take you far. Now, when we look back over your over your over your collegiate career at at Central Connecticut State and at Jacksonville University, who would you say was the toughest player and team that you have ever faced over your collegiate career? What was that one player on offense that just gave you the gave you the most trouble in time? And then, what was that one team that was just a thorn in your side? It could either be when you were at Jacksonville or even at Central Connecticut State. Um, the last interview, the toughest player I think was one of my teammates, so I'm not gonna do that this time. But uh, <laughs> uh, Wagner, Wagner had a running back uh, my early years in Central Connecticut. I believe his name was Dominique Williams, and he was he, yeah, he was a good running back. Man. Yeah, he was just shifty. You know, he 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 was tough. He you know he talked trash and all that. So he he was a tough player. And um, team, I would have to say. Mm, we played him two years, and we lost two years when I was in Connecticut. But just the atmosphere, you know, playing in that stadium, and we always knew it was going to be a big game. I would have to say the toughest team would probably be James Madison. You can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that either. JMU's been probably one of the better teams in a, in the FCS. I mean, they've been pretty good this year with their quarterback, Vlad Lee. This past season, pretty good team in JMU. And like you said, Dominique Williams, you know, <laughs> trash talker. And he's uh, actually, he was dra- he was an undrafted free agent in 2014 with the Vikings. And then I think this offseason just got recently, I think it was this offseason or after the regular season, got picked by the uh, New York Jets. So, eh, he was going against the, he was going against the NFL uh, caliber running back there talking trash. So, hey, it, <laughs> it pans <laughs> out. <laughs> he was getting you. He was getting you ready for NFL-level trash talk. That's all. He was just getting you ready for that. (laughs) Yes, sir. I hear that. So, 
if I were the NFL GM and you had to tell me why I should select you, or if the NFL GM is listening to this podcast or a scout right now, all 32 teams and stuff are, are, are dialed into this podcast, what would you tell them or say to me right now on why they should have you a part of their organization? Um, first off, I'm going to say they're going to get someone who's willing to work hard, you know, and do anything and everything he's asked to do. Uh, second off, I'm going to say uh, they're going to get someone who's coachable, someone who, who's willing to learn new things, and someone who's just striving to be the best, be the best that he could be. Uh, I feel like I've always been the underdog, you know, so I got I, I got I play with a chip on my shoulder, and I, have, and I always had a chip on my shoulder, so. I just want to be able to prove, you know, me coming from a one double A school that I could play against the best of the best and compete with the best of the best and just prove that, you know, don't always count me out because at some point I'm going to come out on top. Yeah, you definitely, I can't, I can't go wrong with that answer. That's actually a fantastic answer. And I liked how you harped on, you know, that underdog role and, you know, coming from uh, an F an FCS one double A school, you know, just taking that pride in that. And I actually have two more questions before we uh, finish up here on the podcast. And I'm glad you talked about uh, the underdog role. How do you feel uh, when people do label you as a you know a small school a, a small school prospect, you know, small school strong safety that came out of FC came out the FCS level came out the FCS level like. Does that give you more motivation to prove people wrong and give you more motivation every day to show them, like, hey, just because I played in the FCS level and played at Central Connecticut State and played at Jacksonville University that there is talent here, and I'm going to show you that there is talent? Definitely, definitely, man. It doesn't do nothing but just add more fuel to the fire for me. You know, I wake up every day, you know, with that in the back of my mind, you know, like it's going to be harder for me than – you know, someone who went to Florida or Florida State, you know, one of the big schools like that. So, you know, I definitely take, you know, take pride in that. You know, I'm proud from where I come from. So, you know, it adds fuel to the fire in that. You know, hopefully if I get a chance, you know, and I prove that, you know, I can compete the best of the best, open the doors for someone else or some of my teammates at JU or Central Connecticut State. So I definitely take pride in it. It's definitely a motivation for me. Definitely can't go wrong with that. For everybody that's been listening to this podcast for the past three years, we have a, we have had a lot of small school guys come on here, and they have all reached the pinnacle of success, getting getting a shot in the NFL, or even getting a shot in the in the AFL and CFL. So the opportunities are there for the small school guys. Like you said, you just got to work hard, and it's not because of the it's not because of the talent, because the talent there is just because you guys have the different name on your jersey or your helmet. Like you said, you're not the Floridas or especially in Florida, you know, you're at Jacksonville, you guys, you know, Jacksonville University, nobody's not really, you know, keen on y'all, but the talent is there, obviously, with all the accolades. Like you said, it's not like, you know, Florida, Florida State, you know, Miami, you know, the hotbed of schools down there, you know, you're just trying to keep on improving and improving yourself to say, hey, just like those DBs can play over at those schools, I can play just as well as those guys coming from Jacksonville University. Yes, sir. All right, last question here for you, Josh. Really appreciate you coming on uh, on the podcast today. How has the offseason been going on for you? Because I, get, I was getting ready for this uh, interview. I saw that you were uh, – there was a video on YouTube back on uh, February 20, 29th, I think, 29th or 28th, of you getting ready, uh, getting ready for, you know, pro days and workouts of that nature. How's the off season been going on going for you? 
Uh, have you had any pro days? You know, what's coming up for you up next? Um, the off season has been going well, man. I've been training six days a week, uh, two workouts a day. I got two great trainers and uh, one former player, Brandon G. He's been helping me, you know, with what I talked about earlier, just getting in and out of my brace quicker. And, and also, man, he's just been teaching me a lot when it comes to just knowledge of the game, you know, because he's been there before. Mm-hmm. Also, just Dwight Ross just being able to push me every single day, you know, and get me ready, prepared for, you know, what I consider is the biggest job interview of my life. So, And um, I got uh, my pro days coming up at Jacksonville University on April 1st, you know, so I'm about, probably about two weeks out. You know, so mm-hmm. I've been training real hard, man, just trying to get ready and get prepared for it, you know, just getting the best shape of my life. Definitely, definitely. Pro Day's coming up, looking to really put on a show there. I was just at uh, Temple's, Temple's Pro Day uh, here in Philadelphia a couple of, I mean, last week, so that was pretty interesting this day uh, to see what you guys go through at a Pro Day. It's a very uh, rigorous, uh, like you said, interview, per se, uh, for you guys. Mm-hmm. For your for your Pro Day, uh, what are you trying to target, like 40 times? Bert, broad jump. What are you? What are your targets that you're trying to trying to reach for your pro day? I'm definitely trying to run a good forty time. Hopefully, you know, in the, in the four fours, the low four fours. You know, being able to show my speed. You know, maybe that's something that the scouts are a little unsure about. Uh, and um, just being able to show them that you know I could move real well. You know, get it out of my brace quick, very fluid. You know, things like that. So that's those are, those are my biggest targets right there. Definitely, you cannot go wrong with that. And that's going to wrap up our interview here today on the Total Sports Live podcast. Josh, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Best of luck uh, for the rest of the journey and your pro day coming out. Go knock out uh, those goals and do well. We really, Again, we really appreciate uh, you coming on today. All right, man. Thanks for having me, man. I really appreciate you taking your time, you know, to have me on this show, have you um, interview me. You know, hopefully later on in the line, you know, we have plenty more interviews to go. Definitely, you know, we're always we're always welcome to have you you have you guys on. The small school guys are always loved here at the podcast, so we definitely, you know, want y'all to come back on. And that's gonna wrap up the podcast here for everybody on uh, Block Talk Radio. Remember, if you missed this podcast on demand, you can check it out blogtalkradio.com backslash total sports live or you can check it out on the TuneIn Radio app. It's that simple. Catch it on demand on your smartphone. It's that simple. For me and Josh, everyone have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you guys very soon. Everybody have a good one. All right, man. Thanks for having me.